0: Taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears Hello and welcome to episode 61 In today's podcast we're going to be looking at how you can learn to stay more in the present moment Because with anxiety, with OCD... Basically what happens is we get a thought, we get something that makes us feel very uncomfortable and uh, before we know what's happening, we're, we're churning it over, we're thinking about it way too much and we get stuck in our heads and, and actually if we can just learn how to be a bit more in the present moment we can really learn to uh, turn this on its head. So today's episode is, is all about how you can do that. If you are struggling with OCD and anxiety, you can head over to my website www.robertjamescoaching.com There you can sign yourself up for a free session with me and there's also lots of other resources and a blog and you can find the podcast there as well. Anyway guys, that's it. I hope you find this helpful and if you could follow us, that would be amazing. It really does help to you know to, to build up the word about the podcast and also if you fancy giving us a five-star review, well you know, that wouldn't be bad either. Okay, guys, many thanks, and I hope you enjoy. The ability to stay in the present moment is often indicative of whether you will suffer with mental health problems or not. When we dwell or get lost in our thoughts, we lose the present moment and dark clouds move in. By taking back the present, we can learn to take back some control from our fears. Many wise people over the years have touted the benefits of staying in the present, and personally, I couldn't agree more with them. Let's explore a a few quotes here. So, um, The ability to be in the present moment is a major component of mental wellness. That's from Abraham Maslow, a really, really amazing psychologist. Um, I have realized that the past and future are real illusions, that they exist in the present, which is what there is and all there is. Uh, Alan Watts, the uh, incredible philosopher, and... Uh, The final one. Do not dwell in the past. Do not dream of the future. Concentrate the mind on the present moment. Uh, The Buddha. Uzi. Um, So, yes, as you can see. Uh, being in the present moment according to these very wise people is incredibly important I love these quotes because they are a very simple reminder of perhaps the most important thing we need to remember if we want to take care of our mental health And, and that is the more we focus ourselves in the present the happier, calmer and more productive that we are going to be Anxiety can't touch us when we're in the present moment. Sometimes when I'm, you know, really, uh, truly engrossed in something, whether it's uh, surfing, reading a good book or coaching a client, I completely lose track of time as I'm so engaged in the present moment. Any worries or obsessions that I might have had that morning have disappeared and I'm completely in the moment. Now, of course, um, it's going to be pretty damn hard to go through every single moment of every day fully engrossed, you know, in in the moment and even the Buddha himself would have struggled with that but you can definitely learn to be more in the present so let's explore how we can do that. Um, now, I often like to give examples from my own life as I think people really relate to that and uh, I think it helps to illustrate the point better. So... Yesterday I was, I was sat on a terrace having uh, my, my morning coffee and a freshly uh, baked chocolate croissant and it was literally straight out of the oven and you know the hot chocolate was almost burning my mouth as I ate it and I was fully in the moment enjoying the morning and making the most of the five minutes of free time that I had and it was actually at this precise moment of indulgence that an old nagging obsession popped up into my head from nowhere something that I hadn't even thought about at all for months and before I knew what was happening those old anxiety circuits were gearing up and the rumination mill was in progress and it's funny or, or not so funny uh, how quickly you can go from you know a peaceful morning coffee to intense anxiety uh, rumination and then came the urge to perform a compulsion to deal with how I was now feeling and of course I wanted to, to find some certainty again and the thought had really kind of challenged my status quo and a part of me just demanded that I get back to how I was feeling from you know, just a few moments before and that part of me which is mostly under control these days still sometimes shows its ugly head in the form of non-acceptance and an insatiable desire for certainty. And it was telling me that I had to know the answer to this thought, that if I didn't find it, then my day would be ruined and that I wouldn't be able to relax. And don't you just love that part of yourself that creates this kind of bear trap that can so easily catch us out? You do have to admire its incredible tenacity and determination to, uh, you know, to get us stuck in the rumination mill. The next thing I knew, my mind was telling me to get my phone out and start googling the thing I was worrying about. And I knew if I listened to that voice, and if I did start googling, then this little episode would most probably escalate very quickly into something that could last for, for hours or even days. But the urge was incredibly strong. At this moment though, something clicked. What on earth was I doing? Why was I gripping my phone like a vice? And more importantly, why had I left my chocolate croissant to get cold? I quickly determined that I had to get back into the present moment. Googling would be the worst possible thing that I could do as all it does is create more uncertainty. Now, the only way I was going to get back into the present was to leave the thought alone and to tolerate the uncertainty it was giving me. This approach is my normal mindset when it comes to OCD and anxiety but for whatever reason that morning it was a little harder than normal. When you do feel like this and uh, we all do on occasion no matter how far down the, uh, the road of, of recovery uh, you might be it's important to know that you can, um, you can do something to bring you back to the present moment. For me, often the best approach is to get busy with something as I stated at the beginning, when we are engaged with something that interests us and we fully pay attention to it, this helps to keep us in the present moment. Um, for example, yesterday after experiencing this difficult moment, I finished my coffee and uh, I walked back I walked back home, but I really tried to be in the present moment as I was walking. You know I was bringing a real state of mindful awareness to, to that walking process and um, you know this is something that you can do with just about any you know daily activity try to bring mindful awareness to the normal things that you're doing whether that's having a shower, whether that's washing the dishes and that will really help you to stay in in the present moment then once I got home I took a few minutes to to play with a dog play and fun are incredibly helpful tools for staying in the present moment Um, you know having uh, you know just having a bit of a play with Bruno for for a few minutes it just made me forget all about what I was just focused on and afterwards it was just a little bit easier to be able to refocus my attention onto other things Um, so what I did next after that was, was some work and because I'd had that you know two minutes of messing around with the dog it was much easier for me to then just sit down and refocus my mind on my work and just try to allow those difficult thoughts and the rumination to be there in the background Um, you know, the more that you focus on the difficult thoughts and feelings the more they're going to keep coming up the more you focus on positive things related to your values the easier it's going to be for you to refocus your attention and practice that ability of acceptance which in my opinion is about allowing the thoughts to be there in the background whilst you refocus your attention onto things that you care about, onto things that you truly value and you know, this is why I talk a lot uh, in my work with my clients about working out values because if you know what your values are, if you have them there in the forefront of your mind then when you are really struggling... Um, it will really help to guide you, to guide your attention where should I put my focus, should I worry on this thing that I know if I keep paying attention to I'm going to blow it up out of all proportion or can I gently refocus my attention on something that I do truly value something that is important to me uh, You know, with the confidence that when I do so that That anxiety and those thoughts might still be there in the background but that I can tolerate that, I can allow that and uh, if I keep refocusing my attention on on the present eventually those thoughts are going to disappear and that uncomfortable feeling in the pit of your stomach is going to go down. So here's three things that you can try to, to try to keep you more in the present moment. The first is an anchoring technique which comes from acceptance commitment therapy. And this is where you can try anchoring yourself in the present by tuning into your senses. Um, you know, try to really bring your attention to three things you can touch, three things you can see, three things you can hear, um, smell and even taste. And you know, if you can, really try to bring a beginner's mindset to this. So when you're picking something up to, to touch it, really try to imagine it's the first time that you've picked this thing up and that you really want to know, you know, as much about it as possible and just doing this for for a couple of minutes can be a really good way to anchor yourself in the present moment so if you are struggling, if you do find yourself getting lost in thoughts this can be a nice technique to help you come back to the present Uh, another approach, as I mentioned earlier, is informal mindfulness so you know, no matter what you're doing, if you're washing the dishes, if you're having a shower, pay really close attention to it. You know, notice the temperature of the water, notice the feeling of the dishes and the bubbles. Um, just about any experience can be done mindfully. So, if you can practice bringing your your awareness to these everyday um, experiences and activities, you know, that's also a way for more active people to practice mindfulness. You don't have to be sat on a cushion like the Buddha for 20 minutes or, you know, twice a day for 20 minutes or half an hour or, you know, it doesn't matter. Like you, as long as you're doing some kind of daily mindfulness practice, you'll be getting a lot of benefit from that. And then finally and you know this is my personal favorite this is something that I do a lot when I'm really struggling and that is to focus in on on values you know really try to get busy with something really engage with the experience if thoughts come up whilst you're doing it then so be it but try to refocus your, your attention onto the activity that you've chosen that is related to your values values are great because they give you the motivation to push through and do something even when you're, you know, even when you're really struggling with difficult thoughts and emotions so it can be an amazing way to, to really um, push forward um, even in difficult times so that's it, I hope you enjoyed it if you have any questions do please let me know and many thanks please remember if you are struggling with OCD and anxiety you can get a free consultation uh, with me all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website www.robertjamescoaching.com and uh, send me a message and we we can sort that out and if you like you can also follow me on Instagram uh, at robertjamescoachinguk many thanks and now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer any information that you view on my website